everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. This week, it is just me, your host, Jackson Lecce, and Sean Brown. Sean, say hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, how are you this week, Sean? Oh, you know, we're doing all right. We're a little tired and about an hour behind, but we're here nevertheless. So, trying to That's stay true. awake, stay focused, and... That's oh. all right. How was how was the hunt? Um, it was good. It was good. Unsuccessful, but good nevertheless. So yeah. Very nice. I have just been working on it's that time of season again for me for school, so I've been working on final projects and stuff. And yeah. fun fact for those of you listening at home, because I'm shameless. Uh Thinking Noises now has a storefront. You can go to thinkingnoises.com and there's now uh, art and other merchandise that you can now buy. I'm very happy with it and proud of it. Um, I know that that might just be me, but I'm still I'm still pleased with how, how some of the stuff has turned out. So, it looks just wanted to get that there. Would Thank like you. to say, um, for every 10th purchase... Jackson will show up at your house and scrub your shower. So keep that in mind. Try to time that correctly. You know, All right. Oh. I would like to point out that the views of Sean Brown and affiliates do not uh, reflect the actual uh, promotions held at Thinking Noises or Lecce Studios. Uh, what a man so. dream. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to talk with you about just because that was kind of a big part of my week, and I know that you started. Um, what is it called? It's back in camp. That's what it is. Sean yeah. hosts a podcast, Back in Camp. So we have we have both kind of launched brands. Granted, my brand has been going for. I think he knows this has been live for about two years now. But it's been taking a lot of time recently. So I kind of, and I've talked about this in my how to be a social media star class. But I wanted wanted to talk yeah. about, you know, general social media fame and, and your thoughts on that to start. Well, it's all a terrible thing and it's best avoided. However, money is cool. So maybe try it. <laughs> all right. Hey. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. And good night. All right. Well, that was a great. Great way to uh, leave uh, that open ended. Uh, no. <laughs> what you wanted me to say? I was just looking for something a little it. bit. You know, there's not really a whole lot to go off of when you just leave you, me with no. that. Yeah, I know there there isn't. I mean, we we'll go with the fame side of it. Um, assuming you do you do make it in the big leagues and now you're famous. Um, you know, that can they can have a, a very bad effect on on a lot of people. And yeah, what is the money worth the downsides? You know, how do you how do you combat the the issues you know you see with with some famous social media stars? You know, but then the question is, what do you define as making it? Because for some people, that could be a certain amount of followers, or you make a certain amount of money, or just enough money to live off of, or or you're just yeah. kind of a well known name. So, what would you define yeah. as making it? I'm talking about like the like the Nikocado avocado situations that you see. That kind of, you know, used to be a vegan who was incredibly healthy to where he is now, which is morbidly obese and constantly on the verge of death. Um, there's not any exaggeration there. 
so that the fame and money has just kind of ruined him as a person. So, you know, I, I don't know. True. It's just fascinating to me, I guess. How that much is, it can change a person, but that's true. And a lot of people can become sellouts. And that's why with kind of the thing that I'm doing, it's it's my own personal stuff and I wanted to do it for a while and I finally had the opportunity to. So I don't feel like that's selling out quite as much, especially since, you know, that's my own thing and I'm not spo- I'm not hashtag sponsored by anything. So I think that's yeah, exactly. part of it. But but like when people are will will promote stuff that they don't believe in for for a buck or they have a ton of ads or whatever, then I feel like that can that can drag drag someone who once was creative. Because being creative is not reliable in in yeah. terms of making yeah. money. It's just not. Formula is reliable. That's what brings in reliable money. But then if you're actually trying to create stuff, and I'm a very small creator here. I mean, we have we have our, you know, 12 followers that, that listen reliably. At least that's what my analytics tell me. So You got to you know, start someone. Right. So, But then I'm this, this small creator with a very small community that I enjoy creating stuff for. And so then the stuff that I make is very creative and it's, you know, it's not sponsored. It's not dictated by, oh, you know, this got a million likes. So I guess we're doing that now or whatever it is. It's just kind of creating for the sake of having people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the other thing, the danger of becoming a sellout, you know, people who've done that and just turned into a total sellout, you can ruin a lot of relationships you had by doing that. And it just turns out to not be worth it at all. So that's true. But like you said, if you want to pursue it as a career, you got to be aware of of what not to do. I guess where not where you don't want to end up. You know, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. But then, so then, if there's a place that you wouldn't want to end up, like Avocado Avocado, which is completely understandable, he has thrown his life away for the clout. Which is really sad to do. But if you were going to say, you know, you have back in camp, right? What would you what would your ideal situation be for that thing that you've created? You know, I I don't really know at this point. You know, we're an episode in. Just me and a couple of guys doing something because we have a passion for for hunting and you know want to talk about it and so we're going to record it and post about it. so I don't, I don't really know where, where we're headed with it it kind of depends you know if we get to a point where we feel like if we should stick with it or if circumstances you know one of us has to leave you know what's going to happen there i guess i haven't really thought about it a ton i mean you know if it works out and it goes somewhere it does and will adjust accordingly and if not it was a good time along the way so i i I I don't really have an end goal for it again that's fair i think that's so thinking noises as a brand is is part of its own thing and then caffeine before bed is kind of underneath that generally and so thinking noises has its own goals and all that but caffeine before bed i think this podcast the goal of it is obviously for the next, I believe it's only this episode and next episode or the last two required episodes before it kind of goes into 
my own hands on whether or not I continue or not. But I think my goal behind it, I love that people enjoy the conversations that we have on here. I think it's great. And I love sharing that with people. And I really enjoy creating things that people love. That's why I have thinking noises and I have the merch and stuff because I, that's, that's just, I like creating things and I love it when other people enjoy it, which is what makes me happy. But then I also think that for us, at least it will be kind of a way that we can, stay in touch with each other you know you kind of check in with different people different friends you know some of them once a week some of them once a month or whatever you have them on you get to talk it's kind of a way to stay in touch which is how i feel about it. and then you get to have some some fun you get some more structured episodes you get some more chaotic episodes and i think that's what makes it i guess genuine to me it's not i don't have a goal of oh, i'd love to reach ten thousand followers or whatever or listeners or whatever it is i think that'd be freaking cool i think that'd be fantastic but that's not the goal at least the goal is just to have this opportunity to talk with friends and hang out stay in touch yeah yeah a hundred percent that's that's one of the big things i enjoy about it you know I've, I've met new people you know joining you here on the podcast you know i get to talk to people who otherwise i don't you know it's a, it's a way that makes you stay in touch with people you may not may not talk to as regularly without it so you know it's, it's a great way to for for me, you know, not being the guy getting everyone on, I get to meet new people, and you know, we get to stay in touch. We get to talk about things that happen. It's it's a great time, and I really enjoyed that that aspect of it of being able to catch up with friends. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people that do start their social media brand or or they're like oh i want to go be instagram famous or tiktok famous or whatever it is whatever the kids are doing nowadays i'm too old (laughs) but uh but their goal is fame and money and stuff and that's and that it's possible it requires probably in order to reach success it either requires a roll of the die or hard work because the it's it's just wild you know it's yeah. it's a it's a wild place out there but i think okay. what's what i want if if you know this does ever blow up or any of the other content that i make ever blows up i think that the organic growth of having it start slowly and you're just putting the consistent effort in makes for such a better experience both not just for me granted you know it'd be cool if if you know this episode started out and just got 10,000 followers that'd be cool but I think that the organic growth of having a small community that grows with you is that's pretty cool. Well, that's huge. I mean, that's like the, the the coolest communities like you find with, you know, people I follow on YouTube or whatever, you know, where you have that that really slow growth, you know, before you make that jump. You have that the Bronx and part of your community that, that kind of knows each other and stuff. It makes for a really good time, makes for people you can interact with better as a creator, even if you do go on to having, you know, thousands of people follow you. So sure it may not be as nice in in some ways, you know, there's a lot of hard work with not a lot of gain for it, but it is it is a really cool thing to be able to be a part of that community or, you know, in charge of that community if if you're the one cranking out the content yeah and i I also heard this you know god doesn't ignore people that put effort into things like if you want something and you genuinely put the work in to go get it there it's extraordinarily rare that that isn't rewarded yeah so you're you're that that is not it's not a health and wealth gospel or prosperity gospel where you just 
Oh, you know, you're right. It's you don't get to put hard work in for a couple months and then you're guaranteed a million followers. That's not how it works. But there is there is something to be said for that consistent effort put in. And you know, you have done a very good job. Granted, your your community has started on Discord and that's been really cool to watch how that's that's yeah. grown. Caffeine before bed, if for any of you guys listening, it does have a Discord server. It's in the, if you go to the Instagram thinking noises, um, there should be a link in the in the bio there that you can use to join the Discord if any of you guys are interested. But I d- I do think that it's really cool how Sean your community has in for back in camp has interacted with each other because that was a way for kind of what you were talking about earlier. That was a way for me to interact with new people, talk with new people, meet with new people because of something that you're doing creatively, and I think that's cool. Yeah, that was actually something I was going to bring up was kind of the differences between, you know, like the people you know and you brought in that, you know, maybe friends, maybe family that are listening to your podcast. Like, I don't know, maybe they do communicate more like off Discord, but I've spent more time than I'm proud to admit I've spent on Discord, you know, talking to a lot of people for a long time. And this this idea was kind of always there with a couple of them. Hey, we should totally start a podcast for goofs and giggles um and then when it actually happened you know i on discord anyways i have all these people that like i already know who kind of have been following it so it just creates for a cool thing you know with people on the platform i'm using so i get to interact more closely with these people just because i know them well you know they're very honest with their feedback because we know each other well at this point using points to improve on so it's just been a real cool thing, um, specifically that being able to interact so closely with with the people who who have been listening, I guess, and it it it's allowed for you know you and some people from kind of different friend groups, I guess, in a way, have, have met because of it. Because obviously you're not as much into hunting, but you're you're still hanging around for the for the good times. So yeah, and. and- going back to kind of a few of those things just with the community like it's it's those and and also going back to my failed episode on spite i think that's something that we don't really have yet because we're we both have super small communities but just for the viewers at home are my episodes the episodes of caffeine before bed usually get around in the first week two weeks get 20 to 30 listens like it's it's not a huge thing uh but then as soon as soon as uh last episode we talked about you know if this gets if this gets 50 views if that episode got 50 views by the end of the year then then i would commission a piece of artwork uh of me getting steroids watching a movie in a in a olaf onesie then all of a sudden that one episode is now the fourth most listened to episode on the entire podcast. What so, are you at on downloads there? I gotta know. 44 right now. We're getting close, guys. So, We're getting close. We, but need, that's, we need the lobby for that final effort. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I don't think we need that. But I do think it's it's cool to see. Like We have such a tiny community compared to so many different creators on YouTube and on podcasts. Podcasting is an oversaturated market. Like It's really, really hard is. to make it. But I just think it's cool to see such a small community work together just like that. It's such a, such a small thing. It's really insignificant. But it's, it's cool to see the community 
say, hey, you know what? You said this, and we're gonna we're gonna work for it. It's I think that's cool. Yeah, I it, it and that's kind of I mean you know neither of us really expect to to get big and famous on our podcast, but yet both of us I think I mean there's work that goes into it, but both of us really enjoy and enjoy what you get to do, and and that's what's most important. You know, I don't really ever want to my career to at this point to be you know i sit in my my room with whoever and talk about things on a podcast and overhype everything you know that's not where i want to go with my career however you know i'm still i'm still doing stuff like this more for just the enjoyment of it you know and you're in the same boat i i kind of think maybe not as much but I think, yeah, for the, for the most part, I really am not interested in once a week or twice a week or whatever it ends up being, you know, sitting and talking with people for an hour, hour and a half, and then editing it over the rest of the week. That doesn't sound like the good life, so to speak. I do think it's cool. I think it's Yeah, well, that would be provided that I have enough money to live on both on the podcast and then to pay someone else's living. So that's a bit of a stretch. But we'll I think... Right, right. I just, I think for me personally, it would be, this is basically a hobby. This and thinking noises. Granted, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you guys, you know, support me on the store, shameless sellout. But He's doing it again. I know. But I think that would that's pretty much just something that I create and that I want to share with people more than right now, at least. Like, I'm 20 years old. I don't think that's going to blow up and actually make me enough to be a living because that would be a lot of sales and the, the stuff on the store because i can't make it myself because i live in a dorm room in canada i had to partner with a third-party seller so i tried to make the prices as low as i could but there's there's only so much that i can do for some of them so i i understand that the store isn't you know super wallet friendly so i understand that but you know, I think it's just cool to have something out yeah, there that sure. people can yeah. right, and it's something out there that people can interact with. So that was kind of the main point behind it. But again, I don't think that's going to be my sole source of income. I think that I'll have to be responsible and go get a job so that you know this is all worth it in the end. How to be a social media star degree that you're going to have after this will really get you those jobs. Yeah, maybe it will. Maybe I'll learn enough in the to class. Be an though. engineer. Yeah. Well, I'm also taking the business and technical writing class, and holy moly, do I not want to do business and technical writing? Uh, that's such a valuable skill to have, though. Oh, it is. Even it's if it's so, not your main gig, it's so valuable to have that. It's so valuable, both in terms of having it as a skill and making money, because tech writers and business writers can make so much. But yeah, holy moly, is it boring. I'm sure. I, I I've never enjoyed writing classes or anything like that. Even with more technical writing, my head took a what was it? It was some sort of like writing in the business world. You know, you're writing emails, you're writing memos, whatnot. You know, not write a book report like you're you're seeing in eighth grade, seventh grade, whenever. I can't remember. I have a bad memory, and you know, I, it, it bores me most of the time and then i'll get like 15 minutes of just inspiration where i write everything and then we're good to go and then the rest of the time i just i hate it and that's how it is with writing and i, I wish I, I could enjoy it more but 
Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I started Thinking Noises in the first place, was because I wanted to share my writing, because I'm a creative writer at heart. And so at school, you know, you get... The closest you get to creative writing, aside from an actual creative writing class, is pretty much uh, narrative nonfiction. So actually telling real-life stories, but in a more narrative way, which I actually did enjoy. But then most of the real world is business and technical writing. So I kind of started thinking noises as a way to have a way to put that out there, so to speak. Yeah. And in, in, so it's not just... Because I assume that I'm going to be doing some sort of writing or creative content editing or something like that when I when I get out of here. But I wanted to still hold on to a bit of that creative aspect of it. But if if you're not a big if you're not a big writer guy, what's what's your gig? What's your what's your goal there? What's my goal personally? Yeah, like, I, mean, um, I wanna I wanna fight airplanes. Um, no, I would love to pursue some sort of career in aviation. Um, it's kind of the end goal, I think, at this point. Being up uh, in the sky, preferably as a pilot, that's what I really want to do. It's something that's always appealed to me. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but got a ways to work with that. So we're going to crunch yeah. some numbers here, and hopefully once I graduate high school, we can we can work towards that. Yeah, because I was, so I don't know if you actually know this, but I was in the, I was a cadet in the United States Air Force for a couple of years. Yeah, you told with me the, that. With the, okay, I did. Yeah, with the goal of being a pilot, I wanted to be a pilot. I was actually really more drawn to commercial stuff. But mm -hmm. I didn't. I still would love to be a pilot. I think that's so cool. But I've kind of taken a different, a different career path. But just I, 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 well, it didn't work out when I was younger. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, yeah. technically could still work out now. But I'm already, you know, two and a half years into college, so yeah. this is kind of the way we're going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that's that's basically, in in a sense, is college is flight school. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not the same, but it, it you know, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying there or not. But elaborate a little bit for me. I mean, you're just you're going to a school to to learn a specific thing and spending a lot of money to hopefully eventually make money. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's it's true. a school. I guess I mean, play school is usually, which is how it's normally done for those of us who don't have connections to people who have airplanes and certificates to say, yeah, you're good enough to be a pilot now. But yeah, I have a buddy who's actually going to the Air Force next year, I believe. As a, I don't know if he's going to be a pilot or an engineer. I can't remember. Okay, uh, nice. I'm trying to avoid yep. the uh, to go to the Air Force route to get a pilot's license. Yeah, doing um, it the old-fashioned way for for reasons. So yeah, that's understandable. Old-fashioned way, which is oh, amass dollars and give to school, and then they tell me things that mostly won't be used, and will instead be replaced by common sense, and then we'll be good. So you say that half sarcastically mostly sarcastically mostly sarcastically okay but my experience at college has been i had a great i will i will preface it with this i had a great secondary and well and pre-secondary education so my my schooling before college was very strong 
but then once you get to college, at least the college I'm going to, some of the classes are common sense classes. Like I could get yep. by pretty easily just with common sense. Oh, and then some yeah. of them, some of them are like generally important in teaching me things I didn't know. And then some of them are less that way. But so your your sarcastic statement was. In, in all in all practicality is half actually correct and half not but yeah i, I thought you meant sarcastic and like you, you gotta go so you do learn a bunch of things you don't know not in that there is a lot of common sense just well, use the, you learn all this stuff and then it's like when it really comes down to it in the field if you use common sense you'll, you'll kind of get the same answer you know i yeah, say this I was, I was talking to a guy He's a nurse of some sort. I don't know specifically. I was talking to him and talking about going to flight school. And I don't know. I made some joke about just dropping out and trying it now, which I'm not going to do. And he said, yeah, as long as you don't need, you know, whatever math you need or, you know, whatever you need to get through there. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of the reason I won't. But he was saying, because as a nurse, he's like, you know, they make you have... I think you said, was it Algebra 2 or something? You got to have that to get into the class to, you know, get your degree and whatever. It's a requirement. And he says, but never once ever, neither in class or actually in practice, have I ever needed to know, you know, Algebra 2 level stuff, which isn't even complicated math, really, um, to, to do my job. You know, I do my job very well. You don't need all that. Sometimes you just need logic and common sense. So you know, there's there's obviously a balance, but I just found it slightly amusing, I guess. Yeah. If if the guy has a large chainsaw in him, maybe don't take it out right away because all the guts yeah. will leak out. Exactly. But you don't have to do and do a yeah. equation to figure that out. Yeah. That's that's fair, and that's that's kind of one of the things with college. And this is kind of I was thinking about things that i want to put in place for my family if i have one hopefully i will but it but we're getting that yeah we're working on it maybe slowly if (laughs) um but i think that in my house and rightfully so there was just this assumption that i would go to college and i think that that was good i think that college is a good thing for me well technically university but you know yeah yeah is I think that's a I think that's a good thing. I think that I am gaining life and work skills here and I think that's good. But at the same time cuz like when you're growing up, right? There's like, oh, I'm saving for college or my parents yeah. are saving for college orders cuz there's this like, expectation in our in our modern society that you're going to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the way I want to set up my family. Like, obviously, there will always be the opportunity for, for my kids to go to college. I don't want to take that away from them. But I also don't want to say, hey, you guys are going to college and getting a degree. Because I don't think that exactly that's my experience. If you have a really strong pre-secondary or like secondary education, you don't need college to no, be a well-rounded human. I think that you can need college to do certain things. If you want to be a theoretical astrophysicist, you should probably go to college. Exactly. But if you... You know, don't that you don't have to necessarily, depending on what you want to do. And of course, some yeah. job fields are going to say, "Hey, get a degree," and then you have to get a degree. But mm-hmm. expounding on that a little bit, my dad, my dad was kind of that way. He went to college, 
A bunch of mostly online stuff, mostly like networking towards. I forget what his degree would be. In. Like, he spent two, four years somewhere in the in college, warming stuff, and he spent a lot of his time as a crane operator, which you don't need the degrees for, it. anyways. And you know, my grandma went to college. My mom did not. You know, you're just expected. Oh yeah, you're gonna save money for your kids and put them into college. And but my dad always said, you know. Look, if you want to go to college and you have something you want to pursue, that's great, and I'll help you out. But you gotta have a major that isn't stupid, basically. That won't you know make studies. you money. Yeah, that will be able to make you money and be valuable to you later down. You know, he basically said, "You gotta be learning something, not getting sold education." I like that. That is a good saying, and I believe that that because. If my dad listens to this, he is also, you know, helping me out with with school quite a bit, and he would roll his eyes and laugh when I say that. But it is true, <laughs> and so I would also like to point out that this isn't just a a lot of money for a mediocre education. There are certainly skills and experiences that I would not have gotten if I didn't come here, like business and tech writing. I would be a sunken ship if I didn't take that class. Like I, I'm not good at it naturally. I needed someone to teach me that class, and there's other stuff like that too. So there is some value here, but the reason why I said what I said earlier is I think that with with certain specific areas like that, if I had, I bet I could have a college experience or you could create a college experience if somebody had a really strong secondary education that took one year but focused it was like tailored to the person or like you take classes based on your weaknesses so to speak and Mm -hmm. so you're intensively taught things that you need to learn that you don't already know how to do so that way i don't come into college having written a thesis dissertation on on international regulation for artificial intelligence Right, learning how to write a persuasive essay. Stop sounding so smart. Like because but, that is not my strength. The words is not where we're good at here in my department. And now you're just over here saying all these big things, and I'm trying to act like I understand. Anyways, continue. So, like, I have done that, but then I don't need to come to college and learn how to write a persuasive essay. That's not. I know how to do that. I'm good mm-hmm. at that. I'm very good at that. But I do need to learn how to use i took a coding class introduction to coding class and i was that was a difficult class for me i didn't know how to do that i'm going to take a website and ui class in the spring and stuff like that i think that could be all those classes or i took a uh art and design class which was fascinating i learned how to use photoshop in design all the adobe stuff and that if you could condense all the classes you needed to take to get you to, to like fill in all the gaps, so to speak, yep. and and took out all of the common sense stuff and all the stuff you already know, I bet you could fit a college bachelor's degree into a year, maybe two years. Oh, you could, but the, but the issue is, you know, everyone's different, so you, you can't really do that. But that's one thing that aggravates me about college is the fact that there's so much... Like, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, what comes naturally, what doesn't. Like you're saying, and you could so quickly, if you just were able to focus on what you were to focus on, that you need to focus on, to, to you know, you could get your degrees so much quicker, but it, it, you just, it just don't quite work that way in the real world application. 
I know it's idealized, and that's kind of how I think sometimes. But no, I agree it with would you. Be nice. I mean, it would be nice. I, I'm saying, like, I thought that I thought the exact same thing, really. And, and you know, you wish wish it was like that. And sometimes I wish that my dreams were a reality because I have everything figured out for everyone else. Um, but you know, that's not the case. So, yep. And they keep writing persuasive essays. I will, and gosh dang it, will I be good at it. Uh, it's so funny, because I'll, I have one of the common sense classes I have to take. It's actually required. It's one of the few required courses for every single major at the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have told my parents this, and I've told other people this. I could pass that class with an A+. Granted, the Canadian grading system, which I'm not going to go into, is stupid easy compared to what I grew up with. I could pass that class with an A plus and never go to a single class. Yeah, and and I and there's a few essays I wrote. I wrote a an essay in like half an hour and got a ninety eight percent on it. Like I put, I'm I have the writing skills and the ability to think critically in such a way that I can apply that to anything and get a good grade on it. And that's not something I need to learn in college. It's a required class, so I have to take it. Yeah, but. <laughs> And there will, I think there will always be those things for certain people, you know, that you excel with, um, like that, that you, you can just run through. Um, for you, it's obviously you're very, very good with um, the words, uh, you know, writing and stuff, much better than I, to be honest, when you get talking sometimes. You know, I'm, I know the general idea of what you're talking about, but... You you do do you do say words I literally do not know, um, and it makes me feel stupid. But you know, that's the way it goes. But I like to think I have some strengths in, in other fields. You do have some strengths but in other fields. Maybe you not. Have, but you do. Maybe not. Maybe not words. But there's you have it a. Isn't. Okay. Well, like I was trying to be polite about it. You, you, you don't know. have to be polite. I know it. And part of that's my own doing. I, I could learn it. If I applied myself more, I would be more gooder with the English language. Um, that was intentional. Most of my really bad botched um, English... St- See, now, now I'm just... I'm, I can't get my thoughts out. Most of the time when I'm really digging myself in a hole, it, it is... It's not, like, serious. Like, I, I know that I'm wrong there. Whatever, I, I, I'm done trying at this point. <laughs> I think some of the things that you you are you're one of those people that's not necessarily an extrovert, but you have connections to so many different people, which I think is that's not something I have. I came to school and I, I still I'm a third year, right? Which is scary for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons is first year was all online. Second year, I was depresso espresso, and so I didn't go out and talk yeah. to anyone. And so I don't know hardly anyone on campus. And you're the, the type of person that would go anywhere on campus and wave to half the people there. Cause you you know say them. that. I do I mean, say I don't that. Know. I, I, I really hate trying to start conversations because I'm bad at that. But I, can, I feel like I can have a conversation with all different kinds of people. And part of that is spending way too much time on the internet. Um, you meet so many different kinds of people. So I, I, I do like to think, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to brag, but I do like to think, you know, if someone needs to talk to me, I can talk to them in a way that I don't sound 
you know, condescending or like, I don't care or, you know, I can kind of adapt, I guess, in a way to get along with people who I'm talking to. I don't know if that's what you're saying or not, but a pretty, I was, that was a little bit more detailed, but yeah, that was the gist of what I was getting at. At least that's what I've been told by my grandma. So. Hey, well, we all know that grandma's definitely Grammy don't have, lie. never lied. Especially not that, you know, all of, I was a very handsome young man and all the girls were out to get me because, I don't know, I'm starting, she, to believe, she was, I'm starting to believe that that was hopeful thinking. She she was thinking long term, okay, give it five years. How long do you, you need? you're one of your friends with a secure job and a good future. Yeah, I'm the guy so making like, talking. I'm the guy making seven figures who's only attractive because he's making seven figures. Seven? That's like more than I can count on one hand. Yeah, it's it's in fact uh, less than ten, and more than three. Wow! It, see, how, how does he come up with this? How does he formulate these thoughts in such an eloquent, eloquent way? Eloquent. Yeah, yeah your English is good. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine. I have a Jolly Ranger in my mouth, and so my pronunciation is is not. Wow! You're going on a podcast with a Jolly Rancher in your mouth. That's how confident I am. How no, uh, <laughs> rude. You didn't even know until right now, just because I'm so bad at pronunciating in the first place. Pronunciating? Yes. Yeah, yes. It's a word. Count it. Moving on. Count it? All right. I'm beginning to think you don't know what a word is. <laughs> a word is whatever conveys what I'm trying to say. And you knew what I was trying to say. So technically, so really a, lost anything here. a video of you doing an interpretive dance would technically be a word by your definition. <laughs> exactly. This is a guy who gets it. This is a guy who gets it. Fine, but you can do all the talking now. I'm, I'm starting to think and get insecure about my talking abilities, and that makes me mess up more. And Well, that's fine. We are... We are an inclusive community here to some people. Except for <laughs> goes down a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. Let me just pull up my list real quick of people that are not tolerated. I'm just kidding, or am I? You'll never know. Um we are very tolerant of Dallas and his antics of of not being clothed. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're also tolerant somewhat of residents of Ohio. Yes, there there are some that are that are good. I've, again, I've, my deepest condolences if you happen to be in that terrible minority of people who do live in Ohio. Yes, we we expect that you know when the U.S. does collapse, we will uh, all live in Ohio because Ohio will take over. But until then, we can be proud residents of not Ohio. I wouldn't toot your horn too loud. You live near Seattle. Yeah, hey now. <laughs> Maybe you're right, but I don't need to hear it. Yeah, well, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe no, I, do. I remind you every week. You you probably don't need to hear it. That is actually true. You do you do remind me that I live in Seattle quite frequently, it's even though I technically don't right now. You know, for for nine months out of the year, I do not live. So in Seattle. you moved to Canada and just gave away any freedoms you had. Like, I don't Ooh, know I have I, I have a bit. Lead us in. Scandal. What would be the scandal that leads back in camp down? Oh, um, so I can think of a few people right off the bat who would be in charge of this. Um, 
this is an issue uh, with with people when you know people some of the people you know aren't is good they're not quite as kosher yeah yeah so so there's a couple people uh, from the server and I'm not going to say who I'm not going to say who I am going to say there has been again suspected no I'm messing up my words again I just completely lost my train of thought. This is this suspected is what? Out so of allegedly, the... someone is allegedly thinking about making napalm. Maybe, probably hasn't already done it. Maybe <laughs> has. Um, again, this is all a big joke. No napalm. No kids were involved. Um, <laughs> oh, we're gonna be all right. So. And and that is not that is not your host or your co-host who is. It joke, is not either of us. Uh, it's not no. the co-host of Back in Camp that I that um you will hear alongside me if you go and check that out. Um, so uh, I am. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, allegedly again, I'd assume it's all jokes. However, maybe threats of terrorism, maybe some napalm. Again, as jokes, never actually going to happen, never has happened. No minors involved. I don't know if I feel comforted or not by those clarifications, but it's fine. I tried my best. No, that's fair. And that was that was the hypothetical scandal situation. So I exactly all hypotheticals. Yeah, all hypotheticals. Hopefully, no one has my address. I have address. Oh, right, you do. I and have your address for from multiple sources. I have multiple sources of you saying naughty, naughty things, so I'd be careful. <laughs> well, you probably have recordings of that, in all honesty. You would have more <laughs> if you kept your VODs from your streams. I, I know, but that, I don't know how. <laughs> it's literally just don't know how to do that, or if you can do that when you don't have affiliate. or You can. I've kept uh, VODs oh, from when I streamed, okay. like, the three times that I did. Yeah, nice. Good to know. Don't look for me on on Twitch. I I don't exist anymore. Oh, I exist good. here and only here. Thank you all for listening to myself. Yay! You sound so confident in yourself. Um, I am confident in myself, and good. sometimes I feel like it's it's way You're too prideful. Too Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm I am like Achilles pride level, but you know you were so much smarter than everyone else. It doesn't matter. Well, see, I don't know. So you're not there yet. You're not. You're not there in terms of how confident you are. Okay. Okay. We're not. That's that's comforting. We'll work our way down. Yeah, we're. Uh, yeah, we're putting out the fire the slowly. Step, I don't really know. You know, I've always been at the top. We stay at the top. So <laughs> this is all a joke. Uh, please don't ever take anything I say on here seriously. Yeah, you you know this. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone that's actually a, a listener of this podcast for all now nine episodes that, that we released, oh, wow. everyone, this will be the ninth, yeah. Uh, we they all know that the, our disclaimers come at the middle to the end of our episodes. Yep. <laughs> After we, like to keep... we talk about napalm, that's <laughs> the disclaimer. <laughs> well, to be fair, when you said that, there were disclaimers throughout, but yeah, I hope There's... so. I tried to stress the fakeness of the situation so. yes we we like to keep the listeners on their toes of oh did they actually do this is this actually what they think and then we're like ah oh, no jokes jokes exactly 
You know, got to keep them on their toes, and, and you got to keep it real. Exactly. Which Stay is what real. you and Andrew have now decided to reply to everything that I send to you. Real, he, he's copying that for me, though, because, like, real, it's a solid term, though. Real and based, like, that's the only two words you need ever to reply to any meme anyone ever sends you. But, like, I send a meme, and I'm looking for some level of engagement, and then it's word or real, real and I'm like... Okay, great talk, boys. I'll see you next week. Well, it's just after the 37th reel you send me, not all at once, not all at once, you just, you begin to, you just just feel fake if if you keep, you know, if you keep. That's fine. It's like, like the ones that you don't and don't like the ones you don't like. And that's fine. I haven't liked anything like in the past week. I've been busy with trying to get ready for this hunt in school and stuff like i'll see the red thing notification and i'll tap on it and then i'll immediately close my phone and forget about it because i can't stand having the notification thing there so i got to get rid of it but i'm busy with something else and or can't have volume because i'm in a wendy's drive through and i forget about it so you probably think i'm ignoring you i'm not um i'm gonna get back to replying to your real senior Shortly, so once we're done, you can spend a good thirty minutes on all the reels that I've sent. It would be like be. a, it'll be like a TV show of reels that I've sent, and then probably half of them you've seen because you're a pagan that's on TikTok. That's what I love the most. Not as much you actually, but um, specifically Andrew and Dallas. They send me so many things I've seen two weeks before on TikTok. It's it's actually quite amusing. And you How say that stuff. the ones that I send aren't? Most of well, them. I'm original? Let's Most go. Most of them are original, yeah. Let's go, that's huge. Yeah, there's but a I'm few that I send that. from TikTok, but... That, yeah. See, I personally thought about downloading TikTok once, and then I actually was a smart little lad and decided to go through the terms of service. And those things stop They're liking terrifying. all. Stop looking liking all <laughs> of the Instagram open. I don't. I have. No, I, I have an open. Apple Watch that's going. You just made this so much more fun. <laughs> there are so many of these for me to like now. <laughs> yes, there are. But yeah, those are scary. When they can read, they can use your keystrokes even when you're not using the app. To like yeah, figure yeah. stuff out, I'm like, I don't really think that's a good idea. Here's the thing with that: the government already knows where I am and how to track me. The American there. government does, and I'll be so if I'm not an American patriot. So, so what? What? What is TikTok gonna do? I mean, blow me up, big whoop. What do I care? No, I mean, in, in all honesty, I just I don't want that. At least I don't want to cons- openly consent to yeah. that. Like, if people take it, there's nothing really I can do about it. But if I can say, hey, please don't, then then at least there's that. You feel good. You feel better about it. Right. Because if the U.S. government's doing it, then, you know, it's like, well, okay. I'm a 20-year-old. I'm a 20-year-old that lives in Canada at school. Like, okay, you can you can have my keystrokes. They will track you down, and they will put you in the army. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. You can but like, spend freedom in Middle Eastern countries and maybe get yes. some oil along the way. <laughs> Hey, I mean, uh, this doesn't sound terrible. Well, hey, and hey, in hey, other hey. news, I don't want to go to the Air I would, I, would, I would be in the Air Force at best. He is very good at doing laundry and cooking, so pick him up for that instead. Oh, 
I would make a joke here, but I don't really want to. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I cued you in, man. I know. You we teed it out really weird, good. Man. And if we weren't recording, I... But we, we're are, recording. we are terrible people. But no, we we're are. not. But we are. Because we keep it real and we have a good time. Exactly. And at the end of the day, we're both very lonely um, and in need of financial assistance. All um, right. And often... On that horribly depressing and really real, uh, real note, uh, we so are real. going. Yes, thank you, Sean. <laughs> We're going to end it there for tonight. Thank you all so much for listening. I will do a one last run around the plugs. We have myself at thinkingnoises.com or thinkingnoises.com and thinkingnoises on Instagram. Remember that there is a link to the caffeine before bed Discord on the Instagram. There is now merchandise and other artwork on thinkingnoises.com along with writing content if any of you guys are interested in that. Sean Brown can be found at Sean Bop on Instagram. It is private, so bug him all that you please. Hey, 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 hey. can you just plug my podcast and leave And it he's also on Back in Camp, a podcast on at least a few platforms and on Instagram as well if you're interested in that. And so that is where we're going to leave it tonight. So thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week for our 10th episode. Have a good night.